Welcome to the TV show, a show where we talk about TV. I'm your host, Jay Black, and each week I'm joined by Philadelphia radio legends Angelo Cataldi and Rhea Hughes to discuss the best shows, latest news, and biggest controversies in television. We're in a new golden age of TV, and we're here to talk about it. So, let's get to it. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the TV show in a world where we have rapidly less TV coming out every single day. Uh, I'm Jay Black, joined, as always, by Rhea Hughes. How are you, Rhea? And a- Angelo Cataldi. Uh Guys, let's just hop into it. We got so much to go uh, talk about today. We have uh, a strike that has now moved from the WGA to the uh, SAG-AFTRA meaning that there will be no actors as well. The only people uh, still working are directors, but I guess they don't have much to do if there's nothing to, uh, no. no scripts to read or actors to perform them. Uh, and it- first, let me just say, Rhea and I are both members of the Screen Actors Guild. Yes. We support them in their labor endeavor. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I support them as well. And I'm going to say this. I have done a lot of diligence on this because I the second they say start boycotting shows, mm-hmm. I'll boycott until that really? time. Uh, yeah. Mark Ruffalo and a couple of the other uh, big actors. Uh, one of the, the, I, the guy from Adam ruins everything uh, is like a big wig in, in the SAG union. And he uh, posted a video yesterday saying, listen, no one has called for a boycott yet. You actually help us by watching our shows and, and yeah. going to our movies for the time being, when we call yeah. for one, we'll let you know. So until that time, we're in the clear to talk about it and watch it. Yeah. No, I would even like to take it a step further, and I am prepared now to boycott all Marvel products, movies, <laughs> TV, and otherwise, in solidarity with our union. Thank uh, you, Angela. This what a sacrifice! You, you, if you're not, if you're not listening, if watching, if you're not watching the show. Behind Angelo, nothing but Marvel posters, classic comic <laughs> books in their plastic. Oh, the guy, the guy loves it. Um, in my uh, in my days as a Catholic, Jay. I often would give up for Lent on all green vegetables. <laughs> so this is typical of the way I do things. Hey, hey, the sacrifice is felt, Angela. We appreciate it. It's real, Jay. It's real. So it occurred to me the last time there was a major strike was 2007. And if you remember, one of the things that they did was they really amped up a trend that was already starting to be a big thing in uh, the early 2000s, which was reality television. They said, well, we we don't have to pay writers on reality TV, even though there are writers. The producers are the writers. We don't have to pay actors, even though technically they are actors, because there's nothing really real about reality shows. So it occurred to me, we're going to see a huge influx if this thing continues into the fall of a lot of reality shows being pushed or rushed back into production or brought back early. And I thought maybe uh, today we could give some uh, plugs to reality shows that we enjoy uh, that are currently still on the air so that we know there's going to be new episodes of. And uh, Rhea, you wrote me immediately back and was like, I'm not a reality show fan. I just watch (laughs) HDTV. Does that count? I say absolutely that counts to me, even though David Zasloff (laughs) is involved in all of those shows. (laughs) <laughs> I think it, it it counts. So let's start with you. What is your go-to reality so, show? 
Yeah, and like I said to you, I, that's, I've never been a reality TV show fan, but I love it. So it's on Discovery, which I think is, is Zaslow. So I apologize, but it's, <laughs> um, I, it's, it's Discovery, but then you go in and it's the Magnolia channel, which was started by Chip and Joanna Gaines, you know, of, of HGTV sure. fame. They, I found this show uh, during the pandemic and I absolutely loved it. It's called The Lost Kitchen. And it's basically about this woman who runs a very beautiful restaurant in Maine, you know, on a mill with water and everything like that. It's three episodes and or three seasons um, on, like I said, on the Magnolia channel. But what was interesting about it is it happened during the pandemic and you really got to see the steps that uh, restaurants truly had to make during the pandemic. Sure. And her restaurant is so amazing. The only way you get a reservation, and I'm doing it this year, is you send a postcard. And what they do is they pick out postcards. They only do like three seats. Uh, is it three seatings? Thursday, uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And the only way you get it is you actually get a phone call. And they say you're in. Wow. And you get to go there. And they've had people come from all over the world to come to this place. It's fascinating. The woman who runs it, her name's Erin French. I fell in love with it. I've, I've watched all three seasons. I love it so much. I bought the cookbook. So it's a really good reality show. And kind of if you're in like Gordon Ramsay's too hardcore for me, because I don't yeah. like the yelling and screaming. This woman's a little different, but you get to see completely how restaurants and a small restaurant in a very small town uh, operates and operated through the pandemic and flourished. You, you know, what's interesting about that, Rhea? I was just thinking about this yesterday. I had a lot of time in the car driving back and forth to Virginia, <laughs> and it occurred to me they do their best to hide the pandemic in any kind of entertainment. You know, Mission mm. Impossible was shot during the pandemic, and you wouldn't know it. There's no reference to it. The only movie that I could think of that was a big movie that was uh, The Knives Out took place during the pandemic yeah. is the only time I've seen like masks in, in TV reality shows are really the only place where you actually hear people talk about the pandemic flip or flop. They talk about like pandemic pricing for the houses and everything else. Yeah. It's interesting. So I I'd be interested to go back and check that out. And what was really cool about what this show did was because it's in Maine, weather, Angelo, as you know, up in new England is very fickle. And obviously it's only run during the spring to the early fall. And how they had to transition from going outside. They actually built cabins to have like just families and they had to be vaccinated. I mean, it was really fascinating. Wow. wow. What do you so, got, Angelo? Jay, my pick is I've also dealt with the uh, pandemic and I uh, did so in a very compelling way. It's still available and on now. And it is very mainstream. It's on CBS and it's called The Amazing Race. And uh, they had to, they did a couple of the races during the pandemic going to other countries, but right. they were very restricted to where they could go, where they normally would fly on commercial. They had to charter the planes and all that. This show is fantastic. It yeah. has had 34 seasons. It wow. is one. The reason I know it's the best reality show ever is that it has won far more Emmys than any other show. It was just nominated for five for last year's effort. It will wow. be back late September this year. And I'm giving this recommendation, despite the fact that I am having an ongoing feud with the host, Phil Kogan. 
right? <laughs> I have a feud with him, Rhea, and you were part of it. Because, he was? Yeah, here's what happened. So this is like seven or eight years ago. We're coming back from spring training, and we're getting mm -hmm. on a flight in uh, uh, Tampa, Florida, and who's in first class? Phil Kogan. And at the time, my wife did not have a seat next to me. She actually was assigned the seat next to Phil Kogan. So when we were going in, before it was Phil Kogan, I said to Gail, Gail, whoever it is, swap seats so you could sit with me. Right. And when she found out it was the host of Amazing Race, <laughs> you're out. Rhea, she blew her husband off to sit with Phil Kogan for two and a half hours. What do you mean? You wouldn't have done that. In a heartbeat. In it. <laughs> hey, so here's, the, here's the epilogue to the story. He came on our show, visited our show the following year because he was promoting this documentary he had done and some, he was an adventurer type. And, and, I, and I reminded him of the story. He did not apologize. Furthermore, <laughs> praised my wife's choice. How yes. about that? And, and, the amazing race is great. It's on Paramount Plus, and uh, you can see 34 great seasons of it. It will be back with a whole new season. They did 35, and I think currently they're actually doing 36. So there's going to wow. be at least a couple more of these, and they're great. Angelo, uh, just a quick question. If you were seated next to Jessica Chastain, right? Do you, do you move or do you stay why, there with Jessica Chastain? I'm not, I'm not married. Why would I move? <laughs> At that point. Come on. Get it right. You didn't set that up right, Jay. Yeah. No. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Um, oh, my, my pick is absolute garbage trash. But it's my favorite kind of absolute garbage trash. It is the only reality show I find myself flipping on whenever I see it pop up uh, on Peacock. Toddlers and Tiaras? No. Toddlers and Tiaras <laughs> is criminal. That show, the people behind that show should go to jail. That is unbelievable. Dance Moms as well. Also garbage. The show that I'm talking about is uh, Below Deck, um, which uh, is. I've seen it. It is on. The, it's it's a Bravo show. I watch it on the Peacock streaming service because it's owned by NBC. It's got 10 seasons of the main below deck. There's four seasons of below deck sailing yacht. There's two seasons of below deck down under down in Australia. Uh, it's a group of attractive people that are your your the the captain and then all the people that work under the captain on a big expensive yacht each week new characters come in that rent the yacht and they have to do some sort of adventure or cook for them but the real appeal is that these people are all hooking up with one another and having drama and uh, I watched an episode once where the 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 guests who came on were doing coke and they literally had to kick them off the I boat. saw that one yes it was crazy <laughs> yeah and yeah. there was there was one that just happened. People magazine had an article about it, about uh, the drunk guests who went swimming at night, despite the captain telling them no. So oh, the sure. guests are jerks as well. I don't know yeah. what appeals to me about this, because it's it's not even these people are like model good looking. They're like regular good looking like they're not even like TV <laughs> good looking. But I find it uh, super uh, compelling and it's garbage shows that you should watch. So my uh, best friend loves it. It's the only reason I watched it. And I got sucked into like four or five episodes. So you're right. You will yeah. suck you in. 
And they're going to keep making uh, episodes of this until the end of time. Honestly, it'll be like <laughs> the heat death of the universe. And then uh, below deck season 1,775,000. <laughs> I, I can't, uh, I can't watch it. I get seasick. But thanks for the uh, opportunity. Uh, all right. So uh, this, I, I wanted to talk about a segment that I am positive. We would be talking about uh, on the radio show, Angelo. I could see you writing this to me going, yep. Jay, let's talk about this on Friday. Uh, I I'm curious about the NFL ratings, uh, in this upcoming strike year, because, uh, there was an article on the ringer that basically the headline was, is it time for football yet? Which is how I think everybody feels towards the end of July. Like, let's just get on with it. But I'm thinking this year in particular, if there is no other shows to watch, I'm interested in whether or not there's going to be an uptick in ratings for the NFL. Are they completely elastic? Will people just watch the NFL who like the NFL? Or if you don't have your show, will you go, you know what? Maybe I'll follow the NFL a little bit more closely this year. What's your guess? Is it going up, down, staying the same? I think the NFL are like cockroaches. They're never going away. They'll survive, you know, a nuclear Holocaust. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if people are going to watch it more. The, the I, 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 I'm like you. I'm always checking out the ratings of the NFL. Yeah, it's astonishing. You look at like the top fifty shows; they're always like twenty of the top fifty. So right. I, I don't. I think maybe some people, but people who don't like the NFL are not going to watch it. But they're very few and far between. Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with you that uh, there might not be a big uptick. I do think that if you are someone who follows TV very closely. Uh, part of the appeal of it is the soap opera. And one of the things that yeah, that's true. one of the things that the NFL has is it's an uh, we don't really talk about it. If you follow a season, there are storylines throughout the season to follow. Yeah. I, I think there might be a slight uptick this year, but nothing major. Angela, what are your thoughts? Are you back? All right. We just experienced a bit of a technical issue. And uh, you if you are enjoying actually seeing me with my hat and glasses on. Um, go back and watch the first part of this because that has uh, flipped out of this. You just, I'm proving I am married. So if Jessica Chastain is watching, she'll realize she's out of luck. <laughs> like, uh, my vote for the NFL uh, is they're going to get even better ratings. And the reason I believe that is because they are absolutely unstoppable. If you can survive two analysts, Tony Romo and Chris Collingsworth, <laughs> who annoy every single viewer, every single game. You are absolutely idiot-proof. Yes. You cannot fail. Uh, they've got Aaron Rodgers in New York now, which is a tremendous story. They've got Bill Belichick on a hot seat in yeah. New England. Great story. Yeah. And in our city, uh, the Eagles, so much better than everybody else. They got a free trip back to the Super Bowl. Is that what it looks like? So we got so much good stuff. I can't wait, guys, and I can't wait because the NFL is the best product on TV now, and the ratings prove it. So uh, two quick things about the NFL. Uh, first off, did you guys happen to see that great ESPN article about the uh, how Al Davis's son? I can't remember his name. What's, what's Mark uh, Davis? Mark Davis yeah. got mad at uh, them making him fire Gruden. So he released all of Dan Snyder's emails like it was. Oh, he did it. Yeah. I Mark Davis. It's a great article on ESPN.com. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll link Angelo, to it. It's Don Van Netta who, who like, oh. literally breaks every story. He's. 
He is, if you want an investigative journalist for sports, that's the guy. It's phenomenal. It's a great, great. story. I was just performing in DC uh, on uh, Friday night and uh, the, it was at a brewery and their number one uh, beer is uh, by Dan, B-Y-E-D-A-N. They hate Dan Snyder there. So <laughs> Wow. I, well, wow. they're getting Josh Harris. Be careful what you wish for. Good luck. <laughs> uh, all right, Rhea, what do you got for us in Britain land this week? Well, I got a I got a great show, and it's an old show. And Jay, it's kind of what in what you're talking about with all the strike. And are we going back to old to old stuff? This popped up on Prime. It's called Rose and Maloney. It's from excuse me, 2002 to 2005. So it's really an older show. It's a different take on the usual police procedural. Sarah Lancashire is Rose. Maloney is Phil Davis. They're two brilliant British actors. I've mentioned them before. Sarah Lancashire actually stars in Happy Valley, which is a very popular police show in Britain. I don't care for it. Glenn Macnell keeps trying to get me to watch it. I said, it's too depressing. And he goes, well, isn't that most of British police shows? But <laughs> she's phenomenal. Uh, there are only three episodes. Uh, I think because both of these actors are so sought after for everything. Uh, first season, only two episodes. Second season had six episodes. Season three, I've just started three episodes. Here's what's cool about it. Rose plays a tough broad, uh, hates authority, smokes a lot, somewhat promiscuous. Uh, Maloney is kind of the straight man to her. He can never say no to her. But what it is, is they, it's a different take is they are on the criminal justice review authority. They look at potential miscarriages of justice in historical cases, such as police impropriety, lawyer, lawyer misconduct. The storylines are great. They're acting, their partnership. I absolutely, I love, I, I went by this and I went, oh, 2002, this show probably sucks. I am, I will finish it today. That's, I had to go do something yesterday. I had to go pick my kid up and I was like, he's almost 14. He probably <laughs> walk around the block by himself, but I went and got him. Uh, that's how much I love the show. Rose and Maloney on prime. Absolutely fantastic. Love it. All right. Uh, and teen segment, speaking of your son, uh, did you, uh, <laughs> you guys, we were on a Terminator kick the last time we spoke. Yeah, we did. It. We love the Terminator. Now last week, as you guys know, I was away. That's why we had trouble with, with the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, we, we did, we are about to finish up FUBAR, which I have recommended. We have one episode left, but he watched a show, uh, a movie last week that he really loved. Jumanji, uh, the 2017 one. It's the third installment yep. of the original Jumanji in 1995. This is the one that has The Rock, Kevin Hart, uh, Jack Black. It's basically, you know, these four high schoolers get sucked into a video game and they have to complete a quest to basically survive. What I love about it is like Clark goes, you know, The Rock's in it. And he's like, loves The Rock. And this is where Angelo, I love to tell him, I go, you know, I met and interviewed The Rock and you were off that day and Al Morgan and I got to interview him. I The Rock is just one of the most amazing. Like, I love everything that he does. His presence is amazing. But because I met him and he didn't come off like a big shot, and he was a big shot at the time. Right. I'm a huge fan of his. Clark absolutely loves him. He gave it an 8.6 out of 10. Said he, he's actually going to go back and watch the first installment in 1995. That's how much he liked it. J just so I can make this a little bit more appealing to Angelo, Karen Gillan is also in this movie. 
who is the hot redhead. So I just wanted to make Angelo aware. There you go. That the this hot redhead. Not, this is why my face is no longer showing. People don't want to get creeped out. So it's, <laughs> it's a good thing. That actually worked out great. Uh, uh, Jay, I got a couple of things. Sure. Uh, first of all, this is really painful for me. Rhea could tell you better than anybody. My favorite all-time athlete is Will Chamberlain. And I've always felt the grave injustice was being done that other players come along like Michael Jordan and LeBron James, and they're called the greatest player ever when they're not. If you'd seen Will Chamberlain, you knew, but it's been too long now. Well, Showtime decided to maybe level the field a little by doing a three-part documentary called Goliath. Not to be confused with the Amazon series with Billy Bob Gordon. It's called Goliath, and it is the story of Will Chamberlain from birth till death. And there is so much great footage, so much. He was such an interesting speaker. He was such a compelling player. It is so great. It is virtually impossible, Jay, to destroy this. And Showtime managed to do it. (laughs) No! They did it with two things, one of which is incredibly topical. First of all, to illustrate different scenes in it, they tried something entirely new. They did not, you know, reenact. They use a silhouette black paper dolls and moved them around. And it is so stupid. You will never see anything more off-putting in anything in your life. But a, 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 a just it's like if you cut out a doll and then put a like a, a little handle on it and moved it up and down the screen. They do this a lot in this. Why? 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 You don't see that. What, and what is second, the event? What is the Venn diagram between NBA fans and paper doll enthusiasts? No, is it like so four people? Stupid. Oh, it's stupid. That's and the other thing they do is uh, this is what the whole the whole strike is about. They recreate Wilt Chamberlain's voice using computer generation, Ugh. right? Now, wow. I interviewed Wilt. I, I loved him. They're showing me clips of Wilt. The ne- if, if they're that worried about AI, they shouldn't be, because it does not sound like Wilt Chamberlain <laughs> at all. And every time you hear him narrating his story from the grave, he died in 1999. Yeah. You know, you say, what the hell is this? Two <laughs> gimmicks that don't work and ruin a phenomenal story. I cannot recommend Goliath. Wow. Yeah, oh. that sounds awful. Oh. I can recommend Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton, uh, except for except for the second season, which was yeah. bizarre. But other You're than right. that, I loved it. You're and right. you guys, I can recommend my show. It's 20,000 episodes of the women of Wilt Chamberlain. You can check that out <laughs> coming to Amazon Prime next year. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, is, do you have uh, another one, Angelo? Or is, is, oh, yeah. Is, I know. Yeah. Other thing I wanted to say, I am in the final season of my binge of succession. And there are two things I would like to say. Number one, succession, which I basically avoided twice before I sat and watched it is one of the five best TV shows I've ever seen. I love that I'm hearing this from it. And the character of Romulus Roman Roy (laughs) is one of the five greatest characters ever written for television. And I realized when I was watching it this week that he is a modern day and this will bridge 
the entirety of the history of television. Romulus Roman Roy is a modern day Eddie Haskell. <laughs> from Leave it to Beaver. Think it over. I Same can see that. Stuff. Yeah. I love it. And I love him. And I love that show. And I apologize for being so late to the party. Oh, I'm so happy that you're at the party. And Kieran oh, Culkin. I love it. I love it. Whatever he does next, uh, it'll be hard for him to get away from uh, Roman Roy. But my God, what a great performance. Uh, that oh. he did. Love it. Uh, all right. So I'm going to do a quick review uh, of Saturday was or Sunday was my birthday. And once a year on my birthday. Hey. Yeah, it's 47. It's like the most useless wow. birthday. You're old, man. I wow. am. I am. I feel the uh, the weight on my back. Uh, but once a year, my kids and my wife will let me choose a movie and not complain and actually sit there and watch with me. So I said, we're wow. going. I'm a dad. We're going to go see a dad action movie. We're going to go see Mission Impossible 7. Let's go. And even my seven-year-old sat and watched it, even though she uh, fell asleep, I think, at some point during it. Uh, here's my review. Th this show is what it must be like to uh, have a brain issue inside of a brothel. And what, what? I mean is you, you forget <laughs> why you're there every 10 minutes, but then you see something you like. So you're happy. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? You're like, what am I even doing here? What's going on? You don't, your brain's not working. And then you realize, oh, beautiful women. I'm good. The movie makes no sense whatsoever, but the individual scenes are just like the uh, fallout, just like Top Gun, which I know you guys didn't like a spectacular, like, no. a spectacular bit of filmmaking of real people doing real stunts. And Jay, uh, hold on. Jay, is, are there any explosions in it at all? There are it's many shocking. explosions, Angela. There are many explosions, because that's one thing they've never really done on movies. It's good, <laughs> to, it's good to see them try some pyrotechnics. Here, but Angela, listen to me. There, there's a moment where Tom Cruise, and you see this in the preview, he drives his motorcycle off I of a mountain. And then... Sorry. Wait, Tom Cruise drives a motorcycle in a yeah. movie? Uh, but Rhea, Rhea, he's 61 years old. Rhea, Rhea, off the side of a mountain, and then he paraglides from a parachute in his does. pack. The, and listen, it's stupid. The man's going to kill himself. Yes. At He's going to be 79 yes. years old fighting a real dragon that they took, dug out of the hills of Scotland, and he's going to get uh, eaten. Uh, but in the meantime... You've never, honestly, to know that a real movie star drove a real motorcycle off a real mountain and paraglided, it is spectacular. I enjoy it. <laughs> I give it a recommend. Don't go for the plot because they're, it's impossible to follow. But the Don't individual the scenes plot. are yeah. very enjoyable. Don't that is my review. Plot. I love <laughs> going for the plot. If, you, if you're going for plot and character, it's not worth yeah. your time. But if you're going for pure spectacle, it is very much worth your time. Go I'll check wait, it out. I'll wait for the next Marvel movie to go for plot. All right, Jay? <laughs> Let me go over what we did today because yes. we had a lot of stuff. All right. First of all, Lost Kitchen on HDTV, yeah. the Magnolia channel. Rhea recommends that for reality. And it's, it's, it, and it's off of Discovery. And then when you go uh, into Discovery, it's on the Magnolia channel. I got you. The Amazing Race, all 34 seasons available on Paramount+. Plus. Below Deck is on Bravo. You could also catch it on Peacock. Uh, the NFL is on every network there is. Uh, British, <laughs> British TV show this week, Rose and Maloney on Amazon Prime. 
Jumanji 3. Where is that, Rhea? Where did it's you on see? Hulu. It's on Hulu. Uh, Hulu, all right. Um, Succession is, of course, on Max, if you want to check that out. And uh, M- Mission Impossible 7 is available only in theaters right now. Go check it out if you don't mind no plot. Guys, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. Uh, if you've enjoyed this show, keep the plot going on this show. Tell a friend, review us and rate us on iTunes. It helps people find the show. Guys, we'll be back next week with more great TV talk. Thanks, Rhea and Angelo. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the TV show. If you did, please like, subscribe, and review us on iTunes. It'll help people find the show. Also, please follow me on Twitter at jblackisfunny. You can send me suggestions and comments about the show there. Even mean ones. I'm an any attention is good attention kind of guy. We'll see you next week with another episode.